When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gentlemen, you are listening to Sideline Talk. I am the humble beast of the shame hurt. What it is, what it is, is your dude Ryan the Waves. How y'all doing this week? Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling, feeling great, how feeling good. Feeling good. How are you? Feeling alright, feeling alright. So, as you see, the show is called the NFL 19-20 season preview. So, we're gonna be talking about you know, what should we expect this season? Possibly some sleepers. Who's got the most to prove? Mm-hmm. Um, here in Baltimore, the Ravens just had their stadium practice open to the public over this past weekend. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Also, um, Bucky Books, by the way, Bucky Brooks, Brooks. excuse me, um, NFL scout and former NFL player is making headlines today uh, with his top five um, quarterbacks entering the 2019 season. Mm-hmm. And um, he's getting a lot of a lot of attention from that, from the article. The article is actually entitled, Why Aaron Rodgers is Overrated. So that's a headline-grabbing title. So I'm pretty sure many people, if they haven't read the article, they scroll down and see the top five. Okay. But I implore you, just go back and read the article. Mm-hmm. Take your time to read the article. You know, hear, hear his point of view as to why he believes Aaron Rodgers is overrated. And, you know, we're we going to get into that. I'm going to wait until LC get in before we get into that. I'm pretty sure he want to speak on that a little what bit. What was the top five, though? You, you want to know? I just want to know but to, so I can prepare myself mentally going into You want five to one or one to five? No, one, five to one. Five to one? Uh-huh. Number five, Russell Wilson. Four, Drew Brees. No, I'm sorry. Four, Tom Brady. Three, Drew Brees. Two, Phillip Rivers. Number one, my man, Texas Tech. Kansas City Chief. Yes, sir. That's going into the season. Going into 2019-20 season. And he's basing this off the last, this past season and, well, the last two years. In recent years, I'll say that. That's what it, that, when you hear him break it down, it's in recent years. Don't, uh, no, 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 save your thoughts. Save your thoughts because you're ready. I see you. I see you. So I got to remember. So I see on. you. It was. I, I reiterate it. Okay. I reiterate when we get to it. Um, but before we go there, before we get to the Ravens and um, the rest of the show, let's start in Dallas. Mm. There's a lot of holdouts going on right now in the NFL as can't. You know, is underway. Ezekiel Elliott is not at in California with his team. Mm-hmm. He's holding out. He wants a payday. How how quickly should the Cowboys pay Ezekiel Elliott and get I, get him back in camp? How quickly? Yeah. I'm not even going to ask, does he deserve it? Because that's a rhetorical uh, question. That's very rhetorical. So, I, so should they like should they stop playing games like, yo, all right, this this what we're going to do? Because obviously he's looking for the money that will make him the, be- the highest paid running back in the league. And that title is currently held by um, L.A. Rams' Todd Gurley, who got, I think, $45 million guaranteed with his deal. So how much Bell got? They only got like thirty-one million guaranteed. Okay, that's another conversation we're gonna have about you know uh-huh. another LA team. 
Okay. Who else is holding out right now? Somebody else in the running. Melvin Gordon, elsewhere, is also holding out. Um, I think they should do it quickly, but they're not going to rush to do it. Do you know how Dallas is about certain shit? They're going to be like, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you see you know the boat I got? Be, I can carry the whole stadium with that boat I got. So I, I just think it's Jerry Jones is, is trying to pull his weight around. Like, look, you've been fucking up. You just had to apologize to me and the NFL and to the fans. Mm-hmm. Prove your worth type of shit. We know we're going to pay you. But no, he want to get paid because he's he been producing in the NFL, the top running back, Every since he's been in the league. year. He goes forward. He don't go backwards. Every he, single year. He's in between the tackles. He can bounce outside. He can do. He can catch out the backfield a bit. He, he can, can block. Yeah, pass blocking. He's, he's a solid. home run hitter at times. So it's like yeah. he is that offense. He's the found. I want to say he's the the foundation and the offensive line is the blueprint. Everything else uh. is just the walls going up. Right, adding in drops here and there, stuff like that. Right. See, I I think it should get done. Fucking quote the great Joe Clark. Expeditiously, expeditiously. It <laughs> <laughs> is. It is only because I, it's a it's a respect thing. I understand. Like the narrative is the um. Running backs, I can say come dime a dozen, mm-hmm. but to be honest, to be brutally honest, that's what we do here. The NFL likes to pimp running backs. Mm-hmm. We want to pimp you out as long as we can on your rookie deal, mm-hmm. or extend it out as long as we can on your rookie deal, and use you up, and then I pay you what you're worth. Create, create one year, another year option to hold you to another short term yeah, contract. Yeah. And not pay you what you're worth. Right. But when in, in actuality, when you think about what Ezekiel Elliott means to the uh, Cowboys, they're not a, a playoff team without them. Mm-hmm. They're not. Like this year, you could be, to be honest, they're they a Super Bowl contender. When you look at that, that team overall, mm-hmm. but. What put him there is 21. Exactly. Like, every year, like you mentioned, like, he led the league in rushing. The one year he didn't lead the league in rushing, he, he was, was spending six games. But he led the league in yards for touch. And he was leading <laughs> the league in rushing after he got suspended for, like, four well, games after. Exactly. So that was, like, ridiculous. Exactly. And um, so it's like, all right, you see his worth with all the craziness. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, I can't. We're not that good without him. Like, Amari Cooper is amazing. Remember, I was the biggest, probably the biggest Amari Cooper fan in the room came draft time. So, yeah, I know you probably won't pay him, and you definitely want to play Dak, but you got to take care of Zeke. You got to. Either that or just let him go. If you ain't going to pay him, don't waste that man time. Let him go. That's why I always, that's why I love the NBA. And I love what the players doing. Oh no, we ain't playing them games. We businessmen too. <laughs> now, let's just let's 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 take care of my money. Le'Veon Bell was or he said it last year. Le'Veon Bell is started something great. Mm-hmm. Now it's up to Zeke to see. All right, look, do I take it as long as Bell did and miss the whole year mm-hmm. and get my money or or what? Right. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Yeah, yeah, you doing? Um. I'm going to take this a completely different way. I agree with everything y'all said. Zeke is one of the best running backs in the NFL. Arguably the best. Arguably the best. Um, But no. Nah. You don't get the leapfrog. I'm sorry. You don't get the leapfrog. Leapfrog who? That contract. Okay. Amari Cooper contract. Your lineman contract. Hell no, hell no, hell no. got paid. It's a lineman that they have that still needs to get paid. I forgot what one it is. I think it's one of those tackles. It ain't no damn da- straight the left tackle. I think it's a he on his way out. Right. It's one of those people on the lineman. Yeah. 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 But I, I, he can't jump two years ahead for a contract. He can't do it. 
especially every week I gotta bail you out of jail or bail you out of trouble or something like that. Uh-huh. I can't depend on you to be there for 16 games and you wanna leapfrog everybody and you wanna get paid top money. Uh, no. I, I, I see what you look said. At, look at DeMarco Murray behind that line. Oh my God, DeMarco Murray is one of the best in the game. He lead the league in rushing. He go when he got the league in two years. You can find another running back. You could do it. I'm sorry. I, I get what you're saying, but that goes into I'm pimping running backs. Because the reason why DeMarco Murray was out of the league in two years because they overworked him. He was getting like 35 carries in between the tackles. Like, come on. Zeke is, what, 23? Colin Cowherd has a perfect example on this. You don't pay for luxury. You, you, you lease luxury. You don't pay for things that make you have fun. You lease those things. You lease a car. You don't necessarily buy a car. It depreciates with value. So as time goes on, Zeke is getting all these carries. Guess what? He's depreciating with value. That's why he <laughs> deserves the money that he's asking for. And, and, all, that, and all, that, all that sounds excellent when you're talking about material things, not a human being, that put his life on the line. He still depreciates with value. I'm sorry. And I got to bail you out of jail every year? Nah. That man needs to be paid. That man needs to be paid. Good faith, I can't do it. Both. That man needs to be paid. I mean, but if you ain't gonna pay him, you want do him a solid. Do him a solid. I right. agree. Go ahead, trade him. I definitely agree. You'll trade him, and then you have be... the best run, best line in front of him. I can get any running back to fill behind that best line. I, 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 I whoa, 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 whoa! Things are different. Wait, wait. So when I have a top corner, top linebacker, top front seven right. in, the line, in the league. Like that sounds good. Now we say Zeke makes what six games or whatever. Mm-hmm. What running back stepped in for Zeke, and they continued to be the dominant Cowboys behind that line? Who did they have stepped in? They had what Alfred Moore stepped in. They had the Darren McFadden stepped in. Pappas. He barely played because he couldn't Steph even stood up. Allen so. stepped in. That's what I'm asking. Who wait, wait, wait. Step in? in and be where Zeke was. Who did he have come in? That's what I'm saying. Both of them guys played. And they, right. did, they did nothing. So the wait, 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 wait. did nothing anywhere. No, right. hell no. Hell no. Alfred Morris was the man in Washington. The way that's like, that's no, like, no, he got blackballed out of Washington. Right. He got, him, he got blackballed yes, out of Washington. Yes, he was the man in Washington. When they made the, they made the coaching change. His carries went down. He was a top ten running back. Exactly. He was no top to anything. Like exactly. That. And even in Washington, he was getting like thirty five touches. I ain't paying him. I'm sorry. And if you, you can prove that you can be here for sixteen years, I mean for sixteen games, and not get suspended in the offseason. Right. All right. Hey, I, I should, but understand. You're not, you're not leapfrogging right now. I understand. But you to, gotta wait to hold this argument to compare it. He has more leverage. And Le'Veon Bell. And I say that because he has, since, and he has more leverage than Melvin Gordon. Exactly. Because you see what you see now. That's you could have went to that and been like, okay, Melvin Gordon. No, that's now that's, that's some bullshit, right? Because <laughs> Eckler and the rest of the motherfuckers was putting in work while you was gone and you yeah, hurt. That's different. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell when he was out or injured. There's been times yeah, time Williams. running backs been stepping up behind that offensive line. Yeah. It's not James Conner, but still with that system. Was yeah, cooking yeah, it, yeah, but but yeah, when 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 Zeke went out, their running game was done. No matter how great the offensive line was, the offensive line that that running game wasn't like that. You take Zeke out, it was like oh hell no. He I mean, doesn't take enough away from Zeke. No. Zeke is a top Zeke back is in the deep. league. Yes, but the Rams also had a top back in the league, and they got to the Super Bowl with him not being available. I'm just saying. But they don't get there without him though. They had C.J. Anderson get them there to the Super Bowl. Gurley wouldn't. They, he helped. He what, what, wait, wait, wait. I don't want. But this is the thing. But this is the thing. I call, right? I call it practice. So Gurley had a but hell this, of a practice. But this is the thing. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to compare his situation to Zeke's because they, they mean. It, they don't mean the same to to the team. It's not equal. I get what you're saying, but what Zeke means to the Cowboys. 
especially before Amari Cooper, was out was was not comparable to what Gurley meant. Because Gurley is surrounded by Cooks and Cup and Robert Woods, and they had Jared Cook, and then they got they got another they got uh they had Kendricks. They got uh, what's the young boy Everett at tight end. They got players around him. They had Sammy Watkins. They had Tavon Austin. They had players around him. So it wasn't like the whole load is on him. Before Amari Cooper trade, you had Bryce Butler getting the ball thrown to. Dez was on his last leg. Well, that, that didn't work. Jason Witten retired. Who was getting all the touches and, car- and running things? Who got? Who was the biggest responsibility from getting what? Eleven wins. They went eleven and five last year, something like that. Ten and six. Okay. Yeah. Zeke, he he means a ton. Like man, you gotta pay that man. But if you don't, but like you said, if you're gonna if you gonna be, if you go, if you're gonna pimp, if you're gonna, that's the message you wanna send. I love you so much, but I can't can't give you what you're worth because you play a position. That depreciates in value as you get older. However, when it comes to winning the big game, you need it. I need you. I need a defense, and I need a running back. Mm-hmm. Period. And you got two running backs within him. You don't need a kind of a two back system, right? If you went back, he's a every ten years ago back. He's getting twenty plus carries a game. Every down back, yo. He's probably getting thirty plus touches. No, but, but then Pete. They don't even have a second option. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the few where it's like they it's not a legit second option where he can split carries mm-hmm. and keep his, you know, keep his numbers down. With it's with, crazy. With, yeah. fact, and he's that good where it's like you don't need a second back. And he and he means that much to them. He makes everybody better. He makes everybody better on I'm that a, team without that. Monster, man. Think about it. You have to actually put in at least seven plus in the box. What's that what did that do for Mario Cooper? What does that do for a deck who's inconsistent and doesn't trust his arm at times on play fake? To yeah. throw it to Witten, to throw it to Amari Cooper, to throw it to everybody else too. Mm-hmm. Now you add Randall Cobb, who knows how to sit in the zone and see things, and it's, it's much easier. He got that person that he can trust to block, an extra running back that can block. Come on, he means a lot to that team. Right. He does. I'm just not leapfrogging him. Well, leapfrogging like who? Like he said, he said. Quarterback. Amari Cooper, I want, I want Byron it. Jones. I'm not you name, you guys. name it way these too. These guys don't get in Yo, trouble as much as Zeke. I, get, I can trust that these guys can be available for me. I can't trust I them. get what you're saying. But you're naming way too many people. If, 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 you say, if you say leapfrog, I would say it's only one person that is understandable that you would pay before Zeke. And that's because he played a position that is the hardest to get right, and that's Prescott. That would be the only person. Other than that, hell no. That it, it's, a, it's just don't, it don't make sense. And you say depreciating value. He's what twenty three. So you, you sign him a four year deal. He's he's and his four year deal is up. He's twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Running backs are out the league by what thirty. They like their career is like pretty much. Their glory is behind them at 30. So, so instead of running backs getting two big paydays, they only get, get one. one now. Like, come on. Receivers then, can get three to four. I can, yeah, I can see this was his second. Like, yo, this is his first big payday. Like, he's right, 23. Like, that never had one. That right. Was a fourth round pick. Right, right, right. That's what that, I'm saying. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. He deserved it. You paid that. I, that's what I said. I can get it. I get it if you paid that. Amari Cooper I get it. it. This is. Amari Cooper's fourth year. Yeah, you can pay Amari Cooper. I'm not jump. I'm not leapfrogging Amari Cooper or Dak. I don't. Uh, I'm getting in trouble. I'm, I'm leapfrogging. Me when you say getting, okay. Me okay. personally, I'm. If I'm looking so at it as a future, it's away from an eight game suspension. If I'm looking mm-hmm. at it for a future and that's my team, okay. Amari Cooper, um, Zeke, then Dak. I, I get what you say. I give you shot. I'm sorry, but no, all the linebackers are rookies. They ain't they, they still that rookie deal. They gonna get pinned. Fuck that. They still that deal. So we got time with them. Um, Ravens practice, stadium practice this past Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. 
the atmosphere was great. Let me see if we talk talk talking about the practice. I, I never been a like a big fireworks type of guy. Like I like to say, it ain't nice. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But what the Ravens do with the laser show and all of that, I enjoy that. I was like, oh, this is dope. Like this is a whole different experience. That was just outstanding. Like, if you just come out, it's fun for the kids. Next year, bring the kids out. Let them see the field. Let them see the players. See the fireworks, all that good stuff. It was fun. The practice itself, I thought, was great. It's a lot. It was a lot to like, from my perspective. Um, and I don't even left any question marks. Well, it's always a lot of question marks in a good way. Um, but I let I let Al I let Al go first. Um, before I get to the practice, or before the practice started, um, there was a player meet and greet with two old school players, Gary Baxter and Jamal Lewis, and they were up there talking about their um, one their main goal was selling season tickets. So it was like a little yeah. PSL type of deal where you sign up, you can go to the Q and A, whatever. They give you a deal. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but they just took time to answer fans' questions. I thought it was pretty dope. Um, I commend those two for, you know, putting on for Baltimore still. And I think Gary Baxter was only here for four years, if that. Mm. And like you said, his mom in Texas was the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan. As soon as he got drafted by the Ravens, everything went from blue and silver to black and purple. <laughs> he, she even got a Ravens lunch uh, mailbox to this day. Oh, <laughs> even when he went to Cleveland, he was like, mm, mm, sorry. Hold on, did he play a year with the Cowboys? I feel like I said him no, in a. He was. It's probably a different backs. Uh, unless he was training camp, but yeah, most of his career was Baltimore. And Cleveland. The Cleveland. Same thing with Jamal Lewis. And Jamal Lewis, to my liking, was like, y'all Baltimore fans, real fans, are like those people down there in Atlanta where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, they fair weather. <laughs> but getting to the practice, um, I'll do good, bad, and ugliest. Let's go ahead and kick that off. First time for this year. Um, the good rookie, Miles, is it Miles Boykins? Miles Boykins. Everything catch hands. Um, even without great separation, you still will go up the high point in football. Is what we were missing here in, in Baltimore. Someone who actually would play taller than what they are. Um, the bad, I'm going to go Tim Williams. No, that's ugly. <laughs> Tim Williams is ugly. I'm sorry. Tim Williams is, like how Coach Tate put it, Tim Williams is who we thought he was. No motor, just lackadaisical, get pancaked by Stanley. Like, come on now. Stanley, really? There's no disrespect for Stanley. Like, like, two draft picks he do not like. Like, I don't, I don't think all he do is, like, all he's been is productive. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. He's productive, but he ain't pancaking nobody, yo. <laughs> he ain't getting nobody. He ain't pancaking right. nobody. I mean, he should pancake Tim Williams. He ain't, two, like, 245. He's about to pancake, yo. Um, so, that leaves the bad. I mean, the ugly. Oh, you said Tim Williams. Yeah, Tim Williams was ugly. I skipped over the bad. I'm going to give the bad to... And it's not even fair because they don't have the full offense yet. But I really didn't see anything that gets me excited about the play calling. I really didn't. I see a lot of bubble screens, a lot of 30, 13, five-yard tight end outs. <laughs> That's just. That's just what I see. I can just see a, a, a mundane. Like I said, as long as it works, as long as it, it works, it works. But I just see a mundane offense coming. Let's, let's see. Mm. 
Let me see. Good. I ain't want to use a good back, ugly approach, but I'll do that too. Um, I go backwards. The ugly about the practice, I'll say, I'll just point out players, certain players. Um, Jordan Lastly. Zach Siler of that practice. I'll say them too. Um, Siler, because it's like, I give him a, I can say I give him a pass, but he was a seventh round pick. So you don't expect too much from him anyway. Um, but it's like I'm watching linemen do their drills and he looks robotic. Even after a year in the NFL and in the system, looks a bit robotic. And then when he was getting reps, as when you see him, you like, yo, that's a big physical guy. And Ben Powers was just stonewalling him, like, bro, you ain't going nowhere. So I'm like that, that's that kind of sucked on his part. And um, Jordan Lashley, because one other drops. Two, he's the only receiver on the roster that the ball gets into his chest. And it's like it causes a double catch. It's a drop. I don't know what it is. Maybe he needs contacts. I don't know what it is. Um, even on his routes, like he's not creating a lot of separation, so he try to push off, and he still is not catching the ball. You know, even, even down to Hollywood. Like Hollywood was out there just in his jersey. And like I was watching the quarterbacks go through a drill, where they you know keeping their um, their foundation, they keeping the, you know the base right. And whether it was RGP or Lamar or Trace, rifling it to Hollywood, all hands. Wow. Hey, like it's another day in the office. Like he not even thinking about. It. Oh, thank you. Like he closed his eyes all day long. Jordan Lassie for some reason letting the ball get to his chest. So that was absolutely ugly. Um, the bad. Mm. That's uh, I'll say the bad is I'm gonna say pass rush mm. only because it makes you wonder if that there aren't that many players that can actually get to our quarterbacks or our offensive line is that good. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like one didn't really overpower the other. Like there was some, like I seen a couple cover sacks. I seen, um, as far as the pass rush side of things, Willie Henry beat Ben Powers inside. I seen Jared Willis beat, beat um, I think it was Powers and Skura as well inside. Um, well, in fact, he beat the backups, like this, the level of backups. I can't think of their names right now. He beat them inside. So, but other than that, like as far as like the starters, like outside of Judon, it's like you you can't really see like no one really stood out clear cut. Like Shane Ray didn't really get a lot of reps with the ones, and I think that's simply because of how you you kind of like behind the eight ball. You missed the first day in that first group. Perform so well, you're trying to fight to get back in that first group. Same thing as to why I believe Orlando Brown is getting reps with the with the ones last week, and also um. Well, yeah, that was I call that the bad. The good, contrary to what Alice says, I like the offense. And from this standpoint, I don't know if you realize it, they was never in the same formation twice. Mm-hmm. Never. Like, I was like, wait, what is this? What is this? What the hell? And it, and it, like, I seen a situation where they was in three tight ends and had Miles Boykin. Three tight ends with Chris Moore. Like, with a big guy. Like, oh, that's kind of dope. Mm-hmm. And the route combinations was cool. Like, you had levels. You had a deep route. You had the intermediate. You had a deep middle. Get the, the the check down type of routes, so I thought I mean that was pretty dope. 
the running plays out of it, it was it was it was a lot going on. Zone schemes, out of the RPO type of stuff. I was like, what? What is what is this? Like I seen one hole. It was like the zone scheme, like it was going to the uh, to the right side. But as it developed, once Mark got the ball, that whole left side opened up. I was like, damn, that's tough. So I don't know. I, I enjoyed that part of it. And I thought, maybe, I don't know. I'll, I'll say this. I don't know too much about quarterbacks from a technical standpoint. I just go with my gut and trust my eyes. Right? Mm-hmm. I seen somebody in the group say Lamar Jackson looked terrible. I must be blind. I got to be blind. I don't know what it, I'm, I got to be blind because I ain't seen nowhere near terrible. I seen confident. I seen accurate passes. I seen probably two bad throws. The whole pra- maybe three. The whole practice, like, and I seen one miscommunication. And the dope thing about the miscommunication, he pulled uh, the uh, young running back up and coached him. And then since he got right back in, he threw two touchdowns against the starting defense. So, I, I enjoyed myself. I thought I thought it was a good progress. It's good progress. Um, Lamar, he's, he progressed. Um, I don't think it's at the level where everybody wants him to be. When I say where everybody wants him to be, you know how they made a big deal of, oh, he's throwing to his receivers in, in the offseason. He's progressed a little bit from that. You can see it, but it ain't night and day progress. Like, well, and, I, and I, again, from what I can see on on that, you got to once you get in the games and right. game situations happen, um, Roman make his adjustments and Harbaugh make his adjustments, and you see what happens. Now, I'll say it's a little harder to well. The progress being like the the, uh, the knock on him when he first got in the league, and well, even coming in was can he throw outside the numbers consistently? We all know in breaking routes, he looks like a seasoned pro. Like if it's a bang eight, if it's a comeback slant routes, them things got a lot of zip and it's on time, mm-hmm. right? Can he throw outside of the numbers against like a deep comeback? You know, against his own concepts, I seen it, like. Ray was in like some type of cover three look, and Miles Boykin ran a deep comeback outside the numbers on the left side. And as as Boykin is just turning, the ball is there. Bam! I was like, hell of a throw. Even Willie Sneed, he ran. He was outside the numbers again. He ran a hitch. But the thing was, when, when that type of throw, you want to throw it to his outside shoulder so he can turn and get upfield. The ball was perfectly. And the, the angle I was sitting, I could see it perfectly to the outside where he could snatch and go. Because if it's inside, what is it going to be? If, it's, if on a hitch route, if, if he throw the hitch route towards Willie Sneeze inside, more likely that's a pick yeah. or a breakup. Yeah. So I'm like, that from that standpoint, I'm like, that's, that's strong. It's on time. I'm like, that looks really good. And then what I really enjoy about him the most is the amount of completions. Like, well, the variety. He had chemistry with Snead. Him and Boykins looked look like they was made for each other. Him and Mark Andrews looked good. Hurst. You name it. It was just like he was hitting them. You could tell Hayden Hurst. everybody. I'm like, yo. You could tell Hayden Hurst was coming to this season healthy. And not only that. He looked like the guy who we scouted and was like, yo, just line him outside. Let him do what he did. He looked like Thor. <laughs> for real. Cause he added he added more muscle and it's like no, it's line crazy. him upside it, crazy. he problem out there trust even, me even before adding <laughs> the muscle you can see it yeah the interview they had at uh, on NFL Network when he was sitting with uh, Mark Ingram yeah you can just see how he cocked the swole he is and he was like yeah he ready I think a lot of people be surprised when they see how big Lamar Jackson is like he ain't no little guy mm-hmm. at all. I thought, I thought it was fun to watch. Um, something that you would enjoy, that O-line and D-line, 
The most impressive player on a defensive line, to me, huh? You about to say? Wormley. Wormley looked good. If, if, I don't know if it's going to surprise you or not. I was, I was, well, the second most impressive. Most impressive to me was Willie Henry. That's not really surprising, right? To me, the second most impressive player was Pernell McPhee. From the standpoint as, what McPhee, what, 30, 31, somewhere around there? I don't know what it is. He is still quick. He got the size. He ain't sloppy with it. He is still big, strong, and quick. I'm like, why is he still that damn fast? It's yo, it was freaky. I'm like, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that purple. I think that's might be what it is. I'm like, he got a different. Like, yo, that's McPhee. Mm -hmm. Like, what was it? What was his first year with the Bears? He he had a good numbers. He was like, yo, he looked good. I'm like, (laughs) keep that up. Keep that up. Yeah. All right. Now, I don't know if you've seen it. You know, you be working. I don't be working. I got a job, but I don't be working. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll be done work. By, by the time y'all get to work, I'm done work. That's what it seems. <laughs> <laughs> I can chill for the rest of the day. Like, no lie. <laughs> but Bucky Brooks posted an article that says why Aaron Rodgers is overrated. And within that article, he listed his top five quarterbacks going into the 2019-2020 season. And Aaron Rodgers wasn't on the list. And that caused an uproar today. Um, To give you the list, five for one, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady at four, Drew Brees at three. Philip Rivers, two, and, <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes, number one. I'll switch to him first. Who was that? Philip Rivers. That's why yeah, I was like, I, 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 you said the past yeah. two years. Yeah, it's ba- I think he's pretty much basing it on the past. He's factoring the past two years and going into this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how he got the, the five. And, and when you base, when you look at Aaron Rodgers the past few years, it's like, if you be honest, the teams ain't winning. Well, he do, it don't translate to wins. Like, I've seen him on, I've seen Bucky, Bucky Brooks mention, he was like, like today, as of like this past few years, Aaron Rodgers is comparable to Rus- Russell Westbrook in the NBA. You say damn. No, you say damn, but when you think about it, you got all the talent in the world. You put up crazy numbers. Triple doubles out the wazoo. But you're not elevating your teammates. What teammate has Aaron Rodgers elevated? So from that standpoint, I'm like, I, I get what he's saying. I don't know if it's because he's old or there's a hell of a drop off between Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, but Jordy Nelson ain't had a great year last year. As far as I Jordy Nelson didn't even play last year. Jordy Nelson, I think Swan Jordan retired mid season. Jordy Nelson ain't played. Jordy Nelson ain't Jordy Nelson, like you said. Oh, yeah. his best years was behind him. All right, again, that, that could be. And I ain't gonna say he like old, but his best years when you factor in injuries. But I don't know. People thought top five not having him in the top five was kind of harsh. But when you think about it, the last three years. I really have no beef with it. Like, if it was just like, who's the best, like, pure talent? Yeah, he probably second or first to some people. To, 
to agree with a certain degree about the Russell Westbrook comment, it's not because he has all the talent and where it's not translating the wins. I feel like I always felt like the organization didn't do the right things around him. Around and, him. and that's another reason why I agree with Russell Westbrook type of to a degree. That's why I said to a degree. To a degree. I felt like his offensive the, line has never been. That's the reason why. Like, even though he got arguably the best left tackle in football. As a whole, off the, the line, line is, is, is shitty. Yeah. Because you, it's a reason why you missed that man the year before or you get hurt the start of the year. Right. It's because of your offensive line. You don't right. get hurt just because you're just walking around. Right. Every time somebody get hurt quarterback-wise, they change the rules. You can't do certain shit. And the yeah. offensive line has been the reason why you be getting beat up. Defense, you can't ever get the defenses right. So when you do make a playoff run or you do have a lead, you can't keep them. Yeah. Do y'all agree that going into this season, Aaron Rodgers isn't top five in the league? Or what was your what, or if you do or don't, what, what's your top five going into this season? Quarterbacks. He's a wild card. Honestly, him and Andrew Luck are wild cards. It depends on their health. How healthy can they stay? Andrew Luck, um, you can help me out. If he, if he has a, a great offensive line and he can stay upright, I say if. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He got a great offensive line. So right. see why he'll be doing the practice? Shit. Right. He could have a half. That boy's got it. that bitch. <laughs> All right. Then Andrew Luck would be in my top five. He's at number five or he's in your top five? He's in my top five. Pat Mahomes. Drew Brees. Depending on if Drew hit a wall. Depending Drew Brees hitting a wall like he kind of did towards the end of last season. He'll be number two. Number three, I will put Andrew Luck. Four, I will put... I'll put Russell. I'll put Russell for What the hell? No, I wouldn't. I'm just Welcome! <laughs> About damn time! I'm just saying that I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Y'all could. I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. I don't get it. I don't get what it is. How how damn in the whole world see Russell Wilson is a top five, top ten quarterback and y'all don't see it? He's top ten. <laughs> top ten? Like number... Nine and a half or some shit. That's crazy. <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. I can't even think of whoever. I put Aaron, yeah, Aaron Rodgers got to be top five. I can't even name five quarterbacks I put over Aaron Rodgers. Going into this going into the season. season. Not Roethlisberger. Coming off of I think Roethlisberger coming is going to be. Yards. I think Roethlisberger is going to be amazing. I think he's going to do. Great things. I think he's focused this year because of all the, the negativity out the lot. Damn, if he wasn't focused last year in front of 5100, <laughs> it's about to get spooky. <laughs> but, I don't know if I could actually say he's better than Rodgers. Rodgers. But going into, going the, into season. the season. Gotcha. I got Juju got to take a step. James Washington got to take a step. And then. See, but, I, see, but, see, but see, I, I get what you're saying, but all of that statement right there would make sense if we were talking about a quarterback that's not on Roethlisberger's level. Because you're saying, like, you, you, you're making it seem, when you, when you say Roethlisberger, you can't put him over and then mention players got to take steps. It make it seem as though the players makes the quarterback. No, but Drew, I mean, not Drew, excuse me. Ben Roethlisberger can't make Juju Smith-Schuster grow up. He can't, but with, but with Ben <laughs> so Roethlisberger. So they don't take that step up but be with, number one. But what Roethlisberger can do is put the ball where Juju has no choice. Juju, if he, he showed you he got short hands. Like, I can't, you might not be able to get separation, but I can put that ball Right there, where you can just snag it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's not to take anything away from Ben. It just like you said, he can't make people mature mm. for a 16 game stretch, and then for for the pit for right. Pittsburgh fans, they got to be more than 16 games. They got to be 18, 19 games. They still on mm. on anything going to the Super Bowl. Like that's just 
Gotcha. That's their seat. That's their their mark every year for the Steelers. Right. Unfortunately. I thought the list was gonna be difficult, but then I said it in my mind like three times, and then it was I had no choice but just to go with it. Um, five. A Rob going into the season. Four, Ben Roethlisberger. Three, Drew Brees. Two, Tom Brady. One, Pat Mahomes. What year is this? This is going into this year. This nigga picked up. That's been like the same four since like 2008. I'm going off of that. <laughs> Maybe seven. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because that's what it is, though. Right. Like, yeah, my last 10 years. Like, yeah. That's crazy. And the only reason why I put. I would usually put Tom Brady at number one, but I put Pat Mahomes because what he has at his arsenal and being that young and put up 50-plus touchdowns, the sky's the limit with Pat Mahomes is ridiculous. Mm. I think uh, Tom Brady with that running game still intact, with that offensive line, the added pieces in that on a receiver core, I still think they could still win games and, and be effective the way with Julie Allen starting the whole year. It's going right. to be crazy for them. Uh, three, Drew Brees is over. With the addition of, you know you're going to have to pay Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas coming back. Did they pay him? Be, Not yet. They can pay him. It don't matter which y'all think y'all about to say. They're going to pay that motherfucker. He's the only person there. They're going to pay him. Drew Brees is going to pay y'all. Y'all got to pay him. <laughs> so, so what happens if he don't pay? Drew Brees' numbers going to take a dip? Dip in what? Still accurate. Like. <laughs> okay, then. So... <laughs> He, but, he shouldn't. I get. I get. Like you can't just like not account for one of the best receivers, but he still at, at the day he's Drew Brees, right? Right. All right then. Number four, Ben Roethlisberger. I feel like, like I've been telling y'all from day one, I still like he's the best quarterback in that division. He's a yeah, he's going cool. to, with James Washington and Juju and the rest of that core and that running game that's not going to drop anything because of Le'Veon Bell. I think they're going to be a, a, a force that we reckon with in the AFC. And five, A-Rod, I just think with Devontae Adams and the rest of that run, um, receiving core and he coming back healthy. Devontae Adams and the rookies. Yeah. Well, the young guys. You got Allison, you got Valdez Scantling, you got St. Brown, you got a whole bunch of other young guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their offensive guards are. It don't matter. He's still gonna get fucked up. He's still gonna put it on. <laughs> it don't matter. It's gonna right. be the same for the past seven years. Right. It's still gonna be, still gonna be consistent. The reason right. why I couldn't put um, why why not Philip Rivers? Because when you look um, when you look at the Chargers, when you look at the Chargers as a whole, they should win the Super Bowl. They should win the Super Period. Bowl. And when you look at what Philip Rivers does lately, like. Phillip Rivers goes nuts, especially in the regular season. Right. How do I know? And going into the past two years, what did you do the year before the playoff run? He went nuts. He went nuts. Did, what did they do? How far did they go? Right. Exactly. Right. I'm basing it off of that. How far did you get? I'm still basing it off my knowledge of okay. regular season is practice, what you do in the playoff. Okay. How far can you take your team to the playoff? With the Melvin Gordon situation, if I'm thinking he might carry the way he's going to carry it, that might that might hurt. And how do I know you're physical enough to be the team that's going to smack me in the mouth? What you going to do? We seen the team smack me in the mouth and you couldn't recover. Mm-hmm. We seen the young bucks that you can't beat Kansas City and you can't beat you. Probably fucking wrong if they, they if they, City, they came back from Kansas City. I'm, I'm saying going into this year, can you beat them again? Yeah, and you seen that when they Ravens play call the right play call. They, they, they struggling. They eating them up. So you struggling with the young boys, but then you still getting bullied by the old guys. So that's why, even with you having Philip Rivers there, you okay. on the outside looking in. Right. against what you said for the Super Bowl, until he can prove to me that he can beat Tom Brady in the playoffs when they count, and he's had the teams to do it, I just don't trust it. And the reason why I have Andrew Luck out for the same reason, you got bullied by Kansas City. You really couldn't produce anything. You couldn't find Ebron. The offensive line was getting kind of bullied with that mm. line. I mean, your defense didn't step up as they would to, to try to stop Kansas City in the playoff run. Right. And the reason why I didn't have Russell Westbrook is not because Russell I'm not a big Russell Westbrook fan. I, I look at it as a team as a whole. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Gotcha. All right, before I go to the next – well, next topic real quick. This motherfucker. 
But the sun's still out looking good. <laughs> uh, going to the season, five, I'll put, I'm, I want to be different. Let's go, I'm going to try to get, try to do a totally different five except for number one. Y'all know my number one ain't going to change. Pat Mahomes is the guy. Okay. Uh, um, so what better? Like, he can get better. He only started one year. He can, he can, I mean, he can get better. He can get worse. He's a beast. Might, maybe he might get hit in the ACL. Five, I'll go with the top five going into this season. Um, Matt Ryan at five. How do you like what, that? I, I don't, Matt Ryan, I don't understand how in a, in a year, like you got to applaud Matt Ryan, in a year where everything went wrong, like your whole defense fell apart. You lost running backs, you lost linemen, and all you did was put up better numbers than when you won MVP. That shit's incredible. Like, like, cool, give him a plug. That was dope. So I'll say Matt Ryan. If not only is he's top five talent, but then also he got a target on his back. Because with everybody healthy, and y'all should be fighting to be uh, to represent NFC again. Because you got a ton of talent. And if everybody healthy, it should be no excuse. So I put him at five. I'll put Brady at four. I'll say Roethlisberger three. I'll put Drew Brees two and Pat Mahomes one. The only reason I put Matt Ryan like over Russell Wilson is because I think uh like he got something to prove. He has to prove it. He been in the league damn near what twelve years coming up. And that one time you got the Super Bowl, you lost a twenty-five point lead, mm-hmm. and now you got you probably, now you got a better team than you when you went to the Super Bowl with. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a lot to prove. Like if you can, like just imagine if he, like what he had like forty-nine hundred yards, like thirty-five touchdowns, six picks, something crazy like that last year, mm-hmm. and everybody hurt. Now imagine he come around this year with over five K, like he like he just improved on it, and everybody say healthy. They should represent NFC, period. So I'm putting him at five, but I put that target on your back. Like, nigga, you got something to prove. Okay. <laughs> 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 you got something to prove. Um, real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm, 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 my mind was working today. I'm trying to see something. Because there's a player at the wide receiver position, I believe, is underrated when we have this discussion. I think he underrated when we had this discussion. Top five wide receivers in the league. Go. Who are your top five? Julio. I had time to suggest that. I was, no, let's go first. Julio. No. Somebody else. I'm Antonio Brown? AB. Okay, um, Keenan Allen at number five, Michael Thomas at number four, DeAndre Hopkins at three, Antonio Brown two, Julio one. Exactly, exactly. And it, I'm not picking. I'm not picking on you guys, but I just, I was thinking about it because I, I do it myself, and I feel as though many Americans around and football fans around the world do the same thing. They forget this one player. And when you think about it, he's the scariest wide receiver in football. Why no one ever mentions Tyreek Hill in their top five? Why? When think about it, 
Like, you got to double him. You can't play him one-on-one. He goes over the top. He's a deep threat. He's a every level threat. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He got short hands. He make you miss. Like, no one ever mentions Tyreek Hill. But when you say who's probably the dangerous, most dangerous receiver in football, shit, Tyreek Hill. I, I don't get it. Like, me, why? Me, personally, it's, it's not because of forgetting about him or not it, knowing his Is it because he's 5'9"? No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's the fact that he's done it for one year as an official free receiver. His numbers spoke for itself. So all them years when they just put the ball, when when Alex Lewis, not Alex Lewis, Alex Smith, just put that damn ball and find Tyreek. And he is wrecking defenses. He's wrecking defense, but he's top five wrecking defenses? Hell yeah. He's a threat. That's he's a major threat. I'm not saying he's a threat. I'm just saying that's not what I see from when he was with I get it. I'm just I just feel as though he's severely underrated. I wanted to put He's underrated. I wanted to put Evans. See, I get it. I get it. And all of them don't. I don't I don't like James Winston. At that point, I get it. Where he at? I get it. But I get it. No one ever mentions Tyreek Hill. Ever. I I don't know. For me, I don't think he's top five. He's good. He's just not top five good. You probably can. Odell is at five. And Odell, to me, is. That's some bullshit. I'm not (laughs) higher than than Tyreek. That's deep. I just find it funny because I, I, I would think amongst fans, I just thought it was funny. Amongst fans, we will all forget Tyreek Hill, all of us in our top five. But I bet if we would ask defensive coordinators who's top five receivers in the league, who, you know, more probably, well, a lot, definitely all the, a lot of the AFC teams will say Tyreek Hill. Simply because he wrecks your game plan. Like, he does, but so does Julio. So does Nook. So does Odell. I, I get so what you're saying. Michael Thomas. I get what you're saying. But you, but you, no, but, but for them, but for them, you can game plan for them. You can game plan. That shit ain't going to work. Well. Milk is catching passes through his legs with a defender on him. Why do you game plan that? And, and they play. Who, like who, who, who did they play? Players. Who did they play? I don't remember. I don't remember. Exactly. Like, who, like, I get that. But, like, when you talk about, all right. Julio Jones is catching interceptions, basically, taking them away from defenders. Your defender's in perfect position. Yeah. You're making all good points. Tyreek Hill was more of a... But Tyreek Hill... Who was Dal- I forgot who the Dallas safety was. Had an interception in his hand. Like, before Julio laid him out. I get it. And, like, I, and, I, would say, and I would say them two <laughs> are, are clearly better than Tyreek Hill. But, like, when you get outside of the, the top three guys, clearly you can make a case. Because whatever Tyreek Hill is on the field, you got... To shift your coverage. And even then, he got that type of speed where he's beating double coverage. Like, who the hell run past double coverage that you name other than Tyreek Hill? Run past double coverage? Hell no. Julio gets bragging and catch the ball between three people. DeAndre Hopkins does the same thing. I'm talking about you clearly got a safety over the top, and Mahomes throw that mug, and he leaves both of them. I'm like- you see, you get what I'm saying? Tyreek Hill's the first one in the NFL to me, I think. And he got sure hands, and he can run routes. Like yo, I just thought it was funny. Like no one ever mentions it, but it's like, damn, we, he kind of like he's like legit underrated. He's top because we probably we probably could name ten without thinking of Tyreek Hill. He's top ten. Hmm. I won't put him behind. You wouldn't do it, not because he's an offensive weapon. I can't. I, I can put him in the backfield. I can motion him out to do different stuff, and I can have him return. Like yeah. that's the shit that's, that's more crazy yeah. than anything. Jeez. Yeah. But if you're saying top ten receiver, I'm counting you as a receiver, right? So putting him in the backfield and having him take return is not really a receiver. No, I'm well, saying. Well, well Antonio Brown does the same thing. 
But Antonio Brown is a top receiver. I don't count Antonio Brown's punt and kick return when I talk about Antonio Brown being a top receiver. I talk about his nope. routes, his hands, how he's always open at the crucial time. But, but, whatever, but that's that's the AB. I get what yeah. you're saying. That's what you're you're choosing to do. But what he said is you can do the exact same thing for Tyreek Hill. AB was he's he was the sailor's kick with uh, punt return. Right. So it's like he's a threat there. He's a threat in his little bubble screens and his jet sweeps. Hey, get the ball in AB hands. He's a threat. He's a top receiver. Once he, he ran routes, he got hands. Tyreek Hill got I mean, run routes and got hands. Like he's a legit receiver. Like okay, to me he's saying legit. That, to me saying that is like saying Andy Reid is more valuable to a Ravens defense than Ray Lewis because Andy Reid was returning punts, returning kicks, no, no, no. blocking punts. All right, now, now you're losing me. Now you're like losing. you're, he's doing more on defense. So you're saying that that person is more valuable or a better defender. No, 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 no. No, 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 Right. That's so they they they're equal in that way. Okay. That's what I'm saying. If you if you gonna you can say that about him, you can say the same thing about Antonio Brown. That's all I meant by that. Okay. I ain't trying to say that makes him better than a these guys just because he can do that. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's just that's just the type of weapon he is. He's just that damn that damn dangerous. And another thing is like once you put him on the field, he's a home run hitter. Anytime anywhere in the field. Anywhere. Yeah. That's why I say he's an offensive yeah, player. Yeah, offensive weapon. You hit him with a slant. I thought you were saying that that makes him a better receiver. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, he got hella good routes. He got good hands. He's sudden. He got the whole route tree. But and you can't like guard him one-on-one. Five heads at. Right. No, right. And, and, and your, five, your top five is, is warranted. But if my thing is, like, no one ever considers Tyreek Hill. But when you think about it, you look at the end of the day, like, who's... But it's like, he should... Huh? It's only five points. I get it, but you like... So he should be mentioned as somebody. Faster than those other five guys I named. What? Be faster. You, <laughs> your other five? Yeah. Well, let's say this. The not... You don't have more... Like, I'm going I'm 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 to pick a flaw. I'm going to try to pick a flaw in all five. All right? Odell Beckham. Playoff time, Odell back and fold. Playoff time. Yeah, one playoff game. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But what did he do? Fold. fold. <laughs> he got the best hands in the world. What did he do? Exactly. He I folded. I that shit like it was yesterday. I, I went to Olive Garden. I was like, that nigga's got five passes. Right. Folded. <laughs> Tyreek Hill in the playoffs, we, we know what he did. He gets busy. All right. Um, who was your fault? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, uh, he can't separate. His yards per catch. Is phony. I think Mark 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 Andrews yards per catch is better than him. His yards per catch is is, is like a, a tight end. Zach Ertz might have got a better yards per catch than Michael Thomas. Okay. That's the two. Three. Who was your third? Yeah. A- Antonio Brown. I can't pick nothing better than AB. <laughs> I, and the other th- other two, I can't pick nothing better. But uh, the, you see what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I can't. Other than three, I'm like. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But I just I just thought of that yeah, earlier. Like that's pretty good cool though. I think he's top ten. I just wouldn't put him yeah. at five. I would put him at eight or lower. And he's getting better. I mean, no matter what quarterback has been on the field, he got seventy five receptions, over eleven hundred yards with seven touchdowns with Alex Smith, and then eighty seven receptions for fourteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns with Pat Mahomes. He like five eight, five seven. And even the first year he played with Alex Smith at 61 receptions, 500-plus yards, almost 600 with six touchdowns. And if I'm not mistaken, he was a running back at Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, man. We're going to wrap it up today. We'll continue our NFL preview next week. Um... Yeah, football season is here. 
game is what Thursday. Yeah, Hall of Fame game is Thursday. Next week we'll talk about that and also preview the rest of the preseason for um, the other teams and um, possibly pick our. It's too early for. Super. Yeah. If we could, we could do a super, super, super early on the way out today. Who y'all pick to win it? This dumb early Super Bowl. To win? To be in it? Yeah, it's Super Bowl matchup. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eagles NFC. Nah, I'm gonna do Goat versus Goat again. New Orleans versus Patriots. I think this is yeah. New Orleans get over that hump. Mm. I'm gonna be very different. Not different than me. I know it. Me watching this series is kind of thinking that. This shit could happen. But I'm going to go Panthers versus Kansas City or Panthers versus New England. All right, good, good, good. You said Panthers? Yeah. Good, good, good. 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 <laughs> you scared me. I thought you were about to say anything. <laughs> no, no, no. So, NFC, I'll, I'll give the – yeah. I was about to say it. I just say I give the Rams another shot at it. I give the Rams go back to the Super Bowl. And for the AFC, I'm going with the Colts. I like that, but I don't. I'm going with the Colts. I like that. I'm going with the Colts. Because I feel like Aaron Donald had to feel with that. I don't know. You got that. You got Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson with another year. Yeah, but Aaron Donald. That's going to be a hell of a matchup. That offensive line is that defensive line. That, Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the sideline talk. Al, take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You know when you order a new video game or a golf club or a blender and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.